Bear Hardcore Radio, exploring the world's best hardcore punk and all the various subgenres. For the next two hours we will enter a world apart from the rest. The time is now. What's up with that? Let's start jamming.
All right, what's up? You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. This is episode, whoa, I don't even, I'm I'm a little off on the episodes. We have taken a three-week break. Um, so while I'm looking to see what the episode number is, um, I'll just give you a quick intro. We are a two-hour uh, radio show slash podcast dedicated to everything hardcore punk metal and all adjacent genres we specifically try to focus on new um, music as there's a lot of hardcore and punk that subscribes that subscribes to nostalgia so we try to keep it as current as possible um, play music and we also um, we play a lot of music and we interview a guest usual usually every week um, this week we have a metal and hardcore band. This is going to be a very heavy uh, show. We have the band Concrete from Albany, New York. They put out a record titled Free Us From Existence just at the beginning of August. And we're going to just talk a little bit about that. It's been a while since I've got to um, talk to uh, anyone about hardcore. Um, so it's been it's been a hot minute. Um, so it's been about three weeks since our um episode with fom with Catherine from fom um since then i had a stomach flu um that lasted a week and a half and then uh when i finally got better all the smoke and stuff started uh coming into the washington area and it was really bad um also near our area there was uh some sort of electrical fire that um, had my parents had to evacuate one night. And that was the, one of the nights of that I would normally do this show. So that uh, didn't happen. And then I just was, I was extremely just unprepared and not ready. So I, so I just decided to not do th- for the last three weeks uh, because of the smoke stomach, stomach issues and then right <laughs> right before like a few like right in the thick of the um smoke and everything we had a plague in our apartment where like every once in a while we you know we have animals and we have so we get um we get some bugs we get a few like flies and ants nothing nothing crazy but so we did some cleaning in the house and we cleaned a spot that like uplifted a colony of, of gnats and that I think drifted in because we have the windows open because it was, you know, it was summer up until, you know, la you know, a couple weeks ago. So all these gnats came in like the plague and it was like nasty. If you you know, go Florida, go to East coast when it's hot and there's a lot of gnats, you sweat, and they get all over your fucking skin. Um, but, and if you're on the East Coast, you're probably used to it. I'm not. I haven't really been on a trip in like six years. But the last time I did, I remember getting the gnats all up in my fucking business. Like on my fucking arms and shit. And that sucked. And that was reminiscent of that. But in my fucking kitchen, which was fucking horrible. So that's what's been happening. But... We're gonna get in on into hardcore. Um, before we get into the music, I'll just give the quick, you know, info. Check us out on 
Instagram and Twitter, both at DeadAirNWCZ. Um, I've been fairly quiet, um, but please give us a follow. A lot of the information is on there. Also, Facebook.com slash DeadAirHardcoreRadio. Um, post quite a bit on there, too. And then we have a Facebook group for you to post stuff about your bands and everything I'll like that. It's called the Dead Air Hardcore Radio Group. Um, and then website ties it all together, deadairhardcoreradio.com. It has all pretty much I'm I'm not going to be posting any of the podcasted stuff on there as much anymore. So if you're listening, make sure to to know that like anything that's on the website as far as a, a podcast, it is going to be all pretty much an archive since we've been doing um well on the podcast front um subscribe wherever you listen to the podcasts you know spotify apple google um we're through anchor so all those places that kind of go through anchor um if you're listening and giving us feedback and sending us emails thank you so much you can always send us an email for uh submissions and suggestions hate mail whatever dead air nwcz at gmail dot com and that is my uh that's pretty much my whole plug so let's get into the music we started off with a pretty long one with uh iron age we're the dust um the violator i talked a little bit about not subscribing to to nostalgia but the last you know couple episodes within the last like month we have had you know serious blows to the hardcore and metal community um, with the loss of Riley Gale of Power Trip, um, three weeks later, we have the loss of uh, Wade Allison from Iron Age, which is another amazing um, crossover band from Texas as well. Um, they have... Uh, Riley said that without Iron Age, there probably wouldn't be a Power Trip, and Iron Age definitely gets more metal than power trip at times. Like as far as just like metally metal and, uh, uh, and, and power trip is definitely thrash, but there, there's some more instrumental style metal on, um, iron ages records. Sleeping eyes, amazing record. I've talked, I've, I've talked so much about this fucking, um, about this band, like in the past, like I'm, um, sleeping eye is literally, you put on some good headphones. If you haven't listened to it, it is a, it is an experience as a fucking record. Um, but we played, we started off with music from their 2006, uh, record titled, uh, titled constant struggle. We played we're dust slash the violator, um, which is the first uh, slash track. If you haven't checked out Iron Age uh, and you really like Power Trip and, young, and you're a younger listener, check it out. Also, if you like pop culture, there's a video of um, Frank Ocean moshing to Iron Age. It was a kind of a like a little Twitter thing, which is a real thing. There was a fest, um, I believe, Odd Odd Future, and a bunch of other people were kind of involved iron age did like a reunion of sorts and um the story goes that frank ocean got um 
flew in just to see Iron Age, got there just in time, and then started hitting a fucking pit. And I, you'll have to look it up, Frank Ocean, Iron Age. It's great. Um, we're losing a lot of amazing people in the hardcore and metal community, and uh, we just got to do our best to appreciate not nothing lasts forever and we have to appreciate what we have right now and what we had um always i'll always remember um power trip and iron age for what they've done for hardcore and metal um if specifically if you just if you these are just these are highly influential bands for both genres so we're going to move on to that um rest in power to both riley gale and wade allison um I can't say that enough, the, how much I appreciate your contributions to music, and you'll never be forgotten on this show. After that, we're going to do, um, so we're going to play new music from Dying Wish. I believe this came out a few weeks ago, literally the last time we fucking, uh, we fucking did this. Um, so we have new music from Dying Wish titled Inmate Thirst. If you haven't checked it out, um, Portland's fucking finest, Emma, is um, is an amazing person who literally rides for their fucking scene and for the past like four plus years has really helped um, keep Portland alive, especially when the um, whole like Seattle area has been like kind of dead. Her, her friends, um, Dying Wish, everybody has really put it together. And they have a new song called Inmate Thirst. Uh, they're going, they're working on their studio debut LP right now. I don't know why it said studio debut. I was kind of reading what they were saying on, on their Facebook. On their debut LP um, through Sharp Torn Records. And they have the video. So check it out. If you haven't listened to Dying Wish, um and you love like heavy like ferret record style um metalcore fucking just fucking do it um so we're going to do that and then we're going to get into some more music we'll do we'll do a little block before we get into our block with uh concrete and our interview with concrete and members of them and we'll uh, get with them in just a little bit you're listening to dead air 2 hours of hardcore radio
Dead Air Your Martian. Cause it feels, feels so good
life always this hard? Just when you're a kid. Always like this. back you're listening to dead air two hours of hardcore radio we start off that last set with music 
new music from Year of the Knife. I tried to look to see if I played any of it, and surprisingly, no. It it just didn't fit into what I was playing at the time, but if you were a fan of metal and hardcore and the really heavy straight-edge shit, Year of the Knife is something you need to fucking listen to. If you didn't listen to uh, Ultimate Aggression that came out in February 2019... Go back and listen to that. It really got me into the band. Um, spans from Delaware on um, Pure Noise Records. Um, I've been seeing this new record, Internal Incarceration, literally fucking everywhere. Like even like some of my other, I would I call them my counterparts at least as far as like shows and stuff that I share networks with as far as radio um, stations. So like some the more like alternative metal. And um, stuff that doesn't really play hardcore, that plays like more of a, I don't know, what do we, what do you call it? A three days grace, or maybe even more new metal and Slipknot, um, and active rock play, and really pump up um, songs from this new Year of the Knife record. And not to say that this is anything lacking or more active rock. But because uh, this this is definitely um, on the same lane. If you listen to Ultimate Aggression, it's it's pretty much kind of there. I love the vocals. I love the delivery um, and just the overall way this uh, this style of metal and hardcore is recorded. So check out uh, Year of the Knife, Internal Incarceration. We played. Uh, the first track titled this time, I really need to listen to more. I literally over the three weeks, I listened to fucking nothing. I just, I was, I fucked around on my laptop and on my phone for like three weeks. And also just like was sick as fuck. So, you know, this, uh, but yeah, this came out at the beginning of August. And if you haven't checked out, go fucking check it out. Um, after that, we played music from a band called world of pleasure, from uh Calgary, Alberta and uh shit um shit's fire. It's another really it's a it's definitely I don't say this in a bad way, but it's what I would expect from a heavy um vegan straight edge band um that has metal and hard that has metal leanings to their hardcore. This is what I expect and expectations are met and that's a good thing. I don't like to, I hate to say the words like, oh, you know, this is what I expect as in like, oh, typical. No, expect as in good, as in a fucking good thing. Um, so check it out. It's a three song, um, demo, I would assume. Um, so check it out from this band. I believe this is the first thing that this band has put out and it just came out literally just a few days ago. Um, after that, we played uh, new music from Upstate Records from the band Sub Zero. Haven't listened to that band. Um, go and listen to it. It's like this is what it's in the vein of like irate Billy Club Sam, Sandwich. Um, everybody gets hurt. A lot of East Coast, New York style like beatdown that um, I do like, but it was not one. It's like they are in the vicinity. But they were just right. They were, they were like, I was, there's like a main circle of people I was talking to the party, and there's a one person just standing out there that I noticed 
but I didn't go and talk to them. Um, so that, that was a bad analogy, but I just like, it was something, this is a band that I've been aware of, but haven't really listened to. But if you like heavy, um, New York and East coast hardcore, check out sub zero. It's also what you would expect from stuff from upstate records. So check out this new music. Um, so we're going to get into our interview in just a minute. We're going to play music from Path of Fire, um, from Concrete. I'm, I'm, did I say from Path of Fire? I mean, we're going to play the song Path of Fire from Concrete off their newest, off their newest record. And then we're going to talk to the band about, we're just going to shoot the shit, man. You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio.
All right. After a three-week uh, break due to the West Coast apocalypse, we are back. Um, I'm I miss talking about hardcore, um, and I'm here with a fucking heavy ass band. Last the last episode was a little bit more uh, punk focused. This is going to be super super mosh focused. Um, we have the band Concrete from Albany, New York. Um, Concrete minus the E Town. Um, everybody uh, in the <laughs> band. Yeah, we we what what do you do? What happens when you uh, take away the E Town from the Concrete? Uh, this this is what you get. This this band. Um, everybody um, in the band. I got three of the members right now. Everybody go around and say your names and what you do in the band. All right. I guess I'll, I'm John. I do guitars. Hey, I'm Lenny. I play the uh, butt trumpet uh, skin flute on the side, and I'm also the vocalist. <laughs> That's very, up, very versatile. <laughs> That's it. Man of many hats. <laughs> And I'm Ryan. I play the drums, and I'm definitely wearing an E-Town hoodie right now. So, <laughs> okay. So going, he is wearing the E-Town hoodie. <laughs> yep. God bless that E-Town hoodie. I've I have an E-Town shirt with a um with a pistol on it, and I've been I've been squared up by some people who think who who have um like with the that think I'm like trying to square up, or I'm like. Um, super hard. Like anytime I wear something with like gun on it, people, people, uh, look at me weird. It's like, what? Cause I'm not hard looking at all. I look, um, I look, I'm, I look like uncle Fester with a, with a hardcore shirt on. I'm not, I'm not, even, I'm, I won't, I won't deny this. Um, I was like, when I started this, when I started doing the um, the show at this studio my boss was like you should go as dj uncle fester and i was like fuck no no fuck that i'm like i'm like i get it i can make fun of myself but i'm like i'm not gonna go like that's so fucking uh, but <laughs> but still like so people want to square up if i wear something like a what anytime i'm in my e-town shirt they're like they're like this guy's like fake hard and i'm like no i hear you i get a lot of look in my point blank hoodie uh it's like new york hardcore band i don't know if you ever heard of them oh yeah no but, uh, point blank yeah uh, yeah they're fuck. they rip dude they there's a dude holding a gun pointing it right at you on the back i get some weird looks man for sure <laughs> oh yeah but i'm a fucking goofball myself so well yeah people people mistake it especially like with the font and stuff people people will mistake uh stuff like that for like something that's not that's like not hardcore or more like violent or quote unquote gang affiliated (laughs) yeah i uh i went to uh i went through my uh my my friend one of my best friends had a uh like a you know one of those pandemic drive-by birthday parties where you just drive by you beep you give presents and everything and I, uh, I completely forgot I was wearing my Marduk shirt, the one where, you know, Jesus is getting a blowjob on the cross. And on the, <laughs> back, it says, <laughs> and on the back, it says Christ raping black metal. And, uh, you know, I got out to give him his gifts and I was like, oh, Jesus, I, <laughs> I just picked the baby up and put the baby in front of my shirt. I was like, oh, 
I forgot to uh, check my attire before I left the house in dad mode. Dude, oh, sh- getting getting bad bad looks from the Christians in town. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean anyone to see me in that, you know, it's like it's a red flag. Okay, I made a fucking bad. I got. I'm I'm gonna get off topic for a moment just because like I'm still getting hate and emails for it because I do. I have like on my personal account I. I made a joke and I thought it was very clear that it was satire in a morbid angel shirt saying that <laughs> saying that I you if you have tattoos you're going to hell. Um and the entire Christian community is like literally still like sending me hate mail for it. And I was like Oh wow. And I was like it was a fuck nice. it, I was just like <laughs> I was like have you seen my friend like have you seen my friends? Have you seen like if you look the rest of my profile you should know it's like straight up. This is just totally going through all your shit right now. Now that you said that, yeah, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna go through your stuff and make sure it's uh, school ready. If not, we're gonna have to delete some some of your statuses there, pal. Oh no, no, not on my. This is on my pers- <laughs> on my personal, not the not the dead air. So oh, I'm going through oh, your okay. shit. Oh he shit, he found it. All about you, man. He found it. Yeah, oh no, gotcha. am I getting canceled? <laughs> <laughs> bro i'll tell you what oh my god you have it's this is on i you have get canceled after having us on but... <laughs> no it's all good no i just like i don't know people who know me by now should know i just i'm fuck around and make jokes but dude this was like i was like it should be pretty obvious if i say something like this it's not it's not real and my best friend is also like a youth pastor so Oh, um, best friend card. That's a you know you, you could say, you know what's the, is that the, that's, okay? That's not see. I see where you're going with that. I'm <laughs> and just I would, fucking with you. I, I would never that. do. I would never do the the best friend. I'm not racist because my friend is. That's I'm not trying to equivalent. Man, I got caught. <laughs> Sorry. It's 2020, buddy. You got to watch yourself. <laughs> Listen, somebody comes up to you, they want to do the mamushka. They're going to know it's because you're Uncle Fester. That's why. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. The day that I realized that I could not fucking fuck with Facebook ever again because it's just some big digital pile of shit was uh, I, I, I always go on there just to, you know, just to, I, it, it's always just been jokes for the past however long it's been there. I just go on there to make jokes or just ask somebody, you know, if they have, you know, a size small, you know, kids clothes that their kids grew out of, whatever, whatever it may be, you know, something useful or it's dick and cum jokes. But I made a joke on there um, and I said something like, if you have sex before marriage, unfriend me right now. (laughs) And this and this chick, I swear to God, she, she just she couldn't understand she was like, I really hope that you're fucking kidding. This is ridiculous. How could you judge people like that? And I was just like, dude, you need to fucking, you know, you need to take a seat. It's clearly a fucking joke. And I was just like, you know, after that, I was just like, I can't, you can't even make like the simplest fucking jokes anymore. Cause somebody has something to say. It's like, dude, you know, it's you well, post, you post on there, you know, that you're, you post on there that you're eating cinnamon toast crunch and people will be like, well, what the fuck is wrong with lucky charms? Asshole. 
dude uh, yeah it's 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 not it's, vegan that's what's wrong dude, it's pretty fucking it's no it's <laughs> funny because like i also like people i'm i've been straight edge for quite some time i make fun of straight edge people and i make fun of myself for being straight edge and straight edge people get super upset and, oh yeah you know you gotta have fun with it you know and it's the same with same with me and ryan we're we're both me and ryan are both vegan i've been vegan for 20 years he's been vegan for you know 10 or how many minutes did it take to work that in what's that how many minutes did it take for you to work that into the interview eight minutes i think we're about yeah i think we're about six seven minutes into the call i was dying to say it but um, i'm vegan yeah fucking shaking we fuck around all the time. I've been, I've been blocked by, you know, vegan groups online because, you know, I'll go in there and I'll just say, where do you guys get your protein? You know, they just, it's, you know, if you just took two fucking seconds to sit back and just, you know, maybe take a look at this, you know, my profile, it says I'm fucking vegan right there. And I, that's the way the world today, man, that's 2020. Dude. And I said it, I said it before, like I, on a, I think on my, uh, interview with terminal nation i like talked about how or like i when i used to have like blogs and like tumblr and stuff like i said i was straight edge but i literally just would smoke like like literally only exclusively post pictures of people like smoking (laughs) smoking vape and weed and pictures of dugs and just like people got so mad because like i would just like i just was bored and i just was like I worked as sec- I've been working overnight security for like a long time. So sometimes when it's boring, I'll get on my phone and like I would, I used to do that shit like all the time and people get so fucking mad and I'm like, I'm straight edge my, and pretty much I'm the only straight edge person in my group. So like, no, nope. yeah, I think it's time to break edge then, buddy. What do you think, guys? I give it 20 bucks. I can get him to break edge by the end of this interview. Yeah, <laughs> stress. <laughs> stress. Yeah, I got some good got? stuff, man. You got a wine cooler in the fridge? Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, people on before we get back into the visa, I, I just find it so funny. Like, also, like, people think I, I make fun of myself so much, like, I'm People think that if you call me Humpty Dumpty, I give a I give a fucking shit. Like, please, if you have clever jokes of of making fun of me, go ahead because I'm going I'm going. That's just not nice. That's not nice. I'm going to laugh harder than you are. (laughs) So anyway, um, going back going back to the music and going back to to concrete um, talking talking about the name. Um, like when you, when, we go. when you, uh, when you first started, uh, you know, coming up with the idea for the name, did having that name up against like E-Town Concrete, did that, did that, did, did you guys talk about, um, like talk about that or does anybody mention E-Town Concrete when you, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk about that because I, I'm the one that came up with the name. This is, you know, this is what is 10 years ago, right? John now, 2010. Um, it was me and, you know, this other kid and, you know, we just, we slapped a name on it real quick. Really. It was like, um, it it kept coming to mind because of like, uh, 
you know, it's the name of uh, a Fear Factory record I was listening to at the time. Um, and I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't really, I didn't, I, I researched it a bit, you know, and I didn't see anything out there. I had seen like a band that was defunct from, you know, I think it was somewhere in South America. And uh, I was like, oh, you know, that'll be safe, you know, and not knowing that this would be what it is now, you know, like we were really just like kind of like a, you know, a fun garage project that we had going on. And um, I, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I've I've personally I've never really listened to E-Town Concrete or anything like that. Um, and it, it didn't strike me when I was, you know, thinking for the name at the time. They but then after when their reunion and, shows and stuff at the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were, I think they were pretty much defunct at the time too. You know, they were, they weren't even really like a thing. And I think it was like maybe like four years ago, they like really made like a comeback and they were like a thing with like the younger generation. Um, but E Town Concrete is completely fine. That's not the that's not the problem. There's been six other bands that have popped up out of nowhere using the name just Concrete, you know, local or you know within the U.S. And uh, you know we own the rights to the to the name, and it's been like a uh, you know we we were not we've been nice to them, you know, to all of them thus far, you know, saying like you know hey you know sorry, we got this stupid fucking name first. Um, so can you pick something else? You know, and it's, you know, so there's uh, one band in Texas, Concrete Elite, that like, uh, you know, they, they're, and they're a pretty cool band. It's not really anything that I listen to, but they're, you know, they're a talented band, but they, uh, you know, they kind of laughed us off and they were like, ah, no, no, we don't care, you know, and just ignored us and, ignored our label and we were like you know hey you know we were nice about it you know hey you know let's let's figure something out here you know and then uh i think it was like six months into it they had a, a show that they were playing and whoever made the flyer took our logo like our actual logo that i designed online and uh used it on the flyer and i had a bunch of people messaging me saying hey you know Oh, you guys are playing the show. And then I was like, ah. So we had to hit up that cease and desist. Bet, bet, bet. Why? That's childish. Why did they do? I'm like, they didn't care. And then they did. Then they just did it. With- yeah, John, you, did you talk to them at all ever? What What was the story yeah, behind I mean, that? Dude, they're, they're cool dudes. Um, I don't have any issue with them. Like, but basically the problem was we had like people that were buying their shit thinking it was our stuff and like like you know i mean there's or vice versa too like there was a there was there was kids that came to there was like you know oi punks that came to our show and i felt bad they were disappointed because they're not seeing you know that band and i was like shit i was like that sucks you know like that's that's why i wanted to avoid yeah but that's why i wanted to avoid the whole thing and you know just kind of nip it in the bud but you know it didn't work out so quick they're they're they changed it. Um, they're a solid band. We've even talked about fucking playing with them when we go to Texas and and stuff. Um, they're they're good dudes. Um, it was just that that little thing, you know. I think it was everybody was just kind of like, ah, it's no big deal. But like, it was messing with us getting shows. It was messing with how we were selling stuff and everything else. And um, 
we, we needed a change. But I mean, now, like I, I said in another thing, you know, now it's like bubblegum shrimp with everything. Like there's so many bands. It's like words of concrete, concrete elite, concrete, you know, cold concrete. And there know. was the con- concrete clothing company. <laughs> yep. There was so much. <laughs> So much shit that we were just like, you know, it was like so many times we're like, let's just change the fucking name. Let's just get fucking rid of it. Yeah. Honestly, when I when I search you guys on Facebook, it took like a second. I had to I had to scroll a little bit just to even get to your shit because there's a lot of concrete fucking every thing. And um, every time we like I cover band in Delaware we get concrete workers asking if we need people for <laughs> like, you know, construction projects and shit. I'm thinking maybe we should learn how to pour cement, honestly, because we get a lot of, I mean, we get hit up a lot about that, you know, could be a nice side project. With that, so has a lot of the bands, like, even like, like with the concrete name, have they been like predominantly heavy bands? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, well, there was uh there was like a blondie cover band um so other than that um which we had some lady hit us back about like several times so that was kind of fun um but yeah no they're generally like hardcore metal and like i said it's it's fine it's just you know like i i mean maybe you know it's not fine if they lose our name i'm gonna be fucking pissed that's what I'm talking about. That's that anger I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I think I, I think uh, I'm start. I'm I'm leaning toward. I'm I'm liking I'm liking Len's attitude the most right now. I'm 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 really I'm really yeah. I'm really vibing yeah. with what with what with what Len to life is putting out. That's it. You like that Humpty Dumpty shit, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I told I told you I fucking I told you <laughs> oh fuck I'm just kidding man I don't even know what you look like honestly I was just saying, it's okay I, just I literally what you said <laughs> I'm, I'm bald I'm white I look like an I look like a human egg it's all good there you go that's nice you ever see that movie Harry and the Hendersons that yes. Bigfoot that they pick up off the road yes I'm built I'm built pretty much like that guy honestly <laughs> um fuck that's that was that's just a way not as good looking though way uh way off topic um (laughs) so let's let's talk um more about your latest your latest music um so this is this is album number two or three for you guys for um album number five album number album number five you want to go way back so you guys have cuz you guys have been doing this um pretty consistently since uh 2010. Um I mean there's been some bumps in the road. Uh we always have Hey look, don't talk about our old drummer like that, man. Jeez. He has a name, John. <laughs> um but uh we'll we'll get started with stuff and then and then there's issues, but yeah, more or less. Um but this is finally where we've been wanting to go with things do you feel like you've really hit hit your stride within the last like in the last few years like specifically i think with this record i think with 
with everything ends now, we were kind of getting there, but this is definitely more towards where we were trying to go. And even like, yeah, this is really the sound we've been trying to work toward. And it's, uh, it's very fucking heavy stuff. What's, if you would categorize your music specifically, what do you, what do you, what do you like to categorize your music specifically as? Uh, I would just say heavy music, but or or metal, but I mean, there's there's a little bit of everything, I guess. Yeah, I hear like there's pretty much you guys just seem like fans of heavy music because there's parts where you don't specifically are um, entertaining to a specific like hardcore mosh crowd, and then and then and then the then the mosh part hits. And then sometimes you're just fucking, and then sometimes you're just like letting that metal ride for for yeah. quite some time. I mean, we're not like, oh, well, we're going to write like a death metal song or a black metal song. Like, um, we just kind of write what we would want to listen to. And this is what's coming out, you know? Um, I think, you know, definitely uh, having, you know, like Ryan can play pretty much anything we ask him to and comes up with crazy stuff. Um, so that makes, we have a lot more open to us uh, in that regards. And Lenny's got range and stuff. So we can, we're kind of getting to just add in all the elements that we like from heavy music uh, to make whatever it is. I, I just, I don't know how to categorize it really. And, uh, and this summer has just been um, a, a big summer for very heavy uh, metal influenced hardcore. That's just like, just brutally heavy. Like with your record, uh, uh, also with uh, terminal nations uh, record as well. Like you guys have like, there's been extremely just like, like there's mosh and then there's punishing, uh, punishingly heavy uh, metal like hardcore influence stuff. Uh, I guess what I, my question is just like, how, how has um, the release of this treated you since with the state of the world? Because like, it's, it's a very hard thing to navigate um, releasing a mu- releasing music, especially in the last, like not only six months with the pandemic, just like in the last three months with just the state of what, of everything that's going on in the world and in the U S and politically. So how has that been? How has uh, it been releasing a record during like, it's been out for about a month and a half now. So how has, how has that been? I mean, it, I think it's weird, but it's, it's good. Um, I, it sucks that we can't, you know, tour behind it or play shows at the moment, really. Um, and certainly there's a lot of other distractions. I mean, half of, you know, people don't want to be on social media. Um, they don't want to, you know, but at the same time, I feel like people also need a distraction to kind of um, be able to just navigate life. And in that regard, I mean, it's, I think it's been doing well um, digitally. We just released uh, physical pre-orders. Um, the response has been really cool. Uh, I, I wish we could get out and play more and, and kind of promote more, but it's kind of, you know, 
we're just stuck with what we're able to do and, and we're pushing it as best we can and we're hoping people hear it. Have you played anything online? Have you done any like live sets over the via internet um yet for this record? <laughs> no. No, not not for we we put out a music video, um, but that's been about it. We're uh we're working on it, we're getting it together. Um because yeah, I know it's it's a it's a weird thing. Because by now, this at this point, like people were, you know, like what in March, April, people were assuming that shows were going to be a thing. Because you guys were on a fest yeah. with you were guys were um, part of the the upstate uh, was it friends and family fest or I forget what it's called. It was yeah. you guys were on you guys were on that festival that was supposed to be like, what it was early August. Yeah. And we were actually supposed to be playing a fest, uh, this coming Saturday and that's not happening either. Yeah. It's everything is literally just being like, like pushed back, like completely sometimes some, some things like I have tickets to, I think Deftones for like next for that was supposed to happen in July and is pushed back to like a year from like today at this point. And I'm not, I'm, I can't even be at this point in the world. I can't even be confident that I will even that, 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 that will happen. Sucks, man. We're dying to play. You know, we miss the energy from the shows, especially like the floor shows when you're right in front of people's faces. Uh, we just need that man. It keeps us going. But as long as we can keep jamming and, Putting stuff out, you know, that's what now. Remember that house show in, uh, what was it, North Carolina that we played at and the kids shut the power off because the cops came? Yeah, that was, that was a good time. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> See, it, that's, the, that's the one thing I worry about is that, you know, we'll, we'll never be able to have something that intimate again, you know? That was, uh, you know, close quarters, everything, everybody was, you know, right there and, you know, sharing the same energy at the same time. It was, you know, it was huge, you know, and we're playing in that kid's, I guess, what would you call that as living room? I have no idea, but it was, uh, it was magical. You know, it was, I guess that's the word you can use for it. It was, uh, you know, it was an, it was an experience I'll never forget. And the one thing I think about is, you know, what's it, what's it going to be like when it does come back, you know, or, are people going to, you know, have to still stay away from one another? And, you know, I mean, on the other hand, you know, we can look at it as, Hey, you know, this is our pandemic. It's light compared to the, you know, the, the, the plague and black death. So, I mean, I guess we're getting the, you know, <laughs> the easier of the pandemics, you know? So like, there's always the, the bright side. It'll always I mean, be worse. Dude. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know, we're all, uh, we're, we're, uh, right here you know we're we're writing more songs already you know so if uh you know it's given us more time to build our bonds with each other and our families Aww. so i guess you know what who said that you're <laughs> fucking on me <laughs> i feel like that was len if i'm if i'm being honest i'm not sure yeah yeah i'm getting sentimental over here i'm already uh i already got Got uh, I've I feel like I already have Len pegged like a hundred percent like from this I got I, I can tell. You knew I was vegan from the beginning, didn't you? Yeah, but <laughs> I'm I'm 
I've been vegan for, I think, the, almost the whole time I've been straight edge. So, um, yeah, I got those vegan vibes. <laughs> Very nice. out <laughs> here. Um, fuck. Oh, total. Len, you're you're throwing me off. You're throwing me off, man. I, I. Stick to the script, buddy. You'll be fine. You're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. We're fuck it. We'll do it live. Do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> exactly. Fuck it. Sorry, I'm not trying to cuss in front of your kids, Len. Oh no, don't. This is the little one. She she hears me say fuck all the time. She's, she does, she only she only repeats it in once in a while. It'll be fine. Dude, I'm so proud of my kid not like for the amount that I that I that curses do slip out. Um they do I she never like she never repeats and she's smart enough to be like, I will I will not say Love that. It. And she also will censor it's like, why do you why do you talk like that so much? You need to stop. And I'm like, <laughs> damn. Yeah, it's great. Um you know what? You know what? You're right. <laughs> it makes yeah. me be my a- uh my daughter will say my uh my older daughter, my six year old, she'll she'll say some things like and I'll I'll get her to say some some shit that's pretty funny. Like um the other day she she uh we had been talking like the night before the other day my wife comes downstairs and uh my daughter goes up to her and says mom I want to tell you something and she's like what she's like me and Dove were talking and we we realized that uh we uh we are the gravy to Dode's mashed potatoes they call me Dode <laughs> so we're the gravy and he's the mashed potatoes. And she goes, oh, that's that's great, you know. Well, what am I? And she goes, you're the shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> she was not she was not thrilled with that one, but I'll tell you what, I, I loved it. It was great. I absolutely absolutely love it. Um, Jim Leahy shit. I'm, Everybody needs a shit sandwich in their life. I'm also side note. I'm looking at the the video that you guys did at, on Facebook with the uh, with the drum with the drumming shark. Very nice. Um, <laughs> for the kids, dude. The, I'm I'm like looking at you trying to trying to drum in that little uh, in that dude, little. I felt like shark. a T Rex in that thing. I could not move my arms, dude. You just you're literally try you're trying so hard to get your arm. Over <laughs> over the little bubble, <laughs> it's like ah. <laughs> I'll tell ridiculous. you what, if you, if you like that video, you should see Ryan's premium snap. He'll give you the link after. Ooh, I need Only to get that premium, dude. Need to get that. <laughs> this this should be the content for your OnlyFans for for Absolutely. for the specific concrete OnlyFans. Only va- o- only sharks. Only, only sharks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait wait did john john left oh no oh no left oh man it says it, he's entering john are you back john john where'd you go lost internet oh no <laughs> oh man someone teach dad how to use his smartphone who did who did it where's yeah. my glasses horizon did it it was <laughs> It was Antifa. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Antifers. God damn it. Um, 
anyway, so back, so another transition back on um, the band. So you guys have the have the new record. So, um, John. So let's talk about let's talk about uh, lyrical content. Now you're gonna go to Lenny on that. Yeah, I mean, Lenny. I mean, no, yeah. go on, John. Go ahead. Talk about lyrical content, buddy. I'm, I meant that, that. That my bad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let, let's not lay. Let's talk about lyrical content when writing um just writing music in general what's the what's the main what's the main uh writing vibe or lyrical content when you're and what are you trying to portray when you're making your music um i mean i guess like all of uh i guess all throughout our you know our time as a band i've kind of uh you know, had like a specific, I guess like a specific style I've been going for. Um, but really, I mean, it's, it's kind of always been like the same thing, I guess. So I guess like in the earlier records, uh, or like in, uh, you know, prior to stop goofy, prior to like everything ends now, honestly, was that was a good like, drum beat. Uh, that was, that was, that was pretty yeah, in time. She's killing it. She doesn't know when to stop practicing. I was kid with blast beats. <laughs> um, but um, so it was, uh, it, it was more or less like, uh, I guess like the progression has been like, you know, has been like, it's, it's really been like a lot of dark and uh, you know, I guess depressing things or angry things. Um, we write. And how I, we feel, I, I, yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it hasn't, I try to avoid like, you know, too much like uh, I try to avoid like the self-loathing bullshit and, you know, the the you know, the oh, there's no hope left. And my uh, I come in my. Uh, yeah, that's where John helps. But mine is more like um, I guess like the the way that I go is like it's, you know, hey, I, uh, you know, I am depressed. I am angry. Um, and that's the, that's just something I have to deal with. And I use it as, uh, as fuel, you know, to make myself, to make myself better or to, um, you know, to, to create like, a a persistent movement with myself, you know? So it's more like, uh, you know, using the, the anger and the rage that I have to, to guide me through life. So yeah. Pretty much, that's that's been like the the consensus of it. It's okay. It's okay to be depressed. It's okay uh, to be angry. That's there's nothing. There's fucking uh, thanks, nothing, man. That nothing, means a lot. Nothing wrong with that. I I totally get it. Like you can't like just because it is okay. Like you want. There's always got to be like a balance and don't uh, to try to um, I guess avoid straight up self-loathing and just being in a, in a fucking, um, yeah, man. just right. Yeah. The, we've all been through a lot of shit, you know, and I know everyone has, but we kind of put that energy into our music. It's, it's just the same with a lot of musicians, you know, that's why we come to this. That's why we keep coming back, man. My hope is like, and I, I, I think this is everybody's hope. <laughs> I, I think collective and alternative and heavy music that, that when a show when shows can happen those first six months are going to just are just like i think it's everybody's hope that 
that it's just going to go wild. People, the energy is going to be unreal. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be unlike anything. Ho- hopefully that we've ev- that we've ever seen. Or people are going to just like l- lose momentum in the first two songs because they've been lying around in their apartments for for a year and, yeah, and their stamina is just is literally because that's how i'm feeling like i feel like oh man i'm gonna go so hard and then um i'm gonna throw my back out and throw up yeah i i hear that we're <laughs> but at the same time i mean we're we're practicing to make sure that we keep the energy up um you know, when we play, we want to put on a show. No, absolutely. Like, it's honestly what the world is going to need um, and the aftermath of this. Like, just um, for just for real. It's just it's just hard to. Like I said, I have my hopes. It's just hard to know or navigate what what that will look like. We talked about that earlier of what a what a show could even um seem to look like because like on top of just like it's hard to even think of things opening back up right now and it's and i hate saying this because i all the all the boomers that i associate with um use the word new normal so much that it makes my head fucking spin but like this is like life right now so and there's a lot of things to that we're all focused on um that besides you know live music and what's gonna or what's gonna happen so it's it's hard to not be like present-minded and not be like and totally think of what's gonna happen when we can have a live show and i'm about to sneeze holy shit that's it that's gonna be the uh that's gonna be the that's gonna be the new normal all those kids that uh complain about getting hurt in the mosh pit all they have to do is cough or sneeze those fucking guys are gonna stay away from them dude i almost i almost sneezed my bad uh (laughs) that was not part of that was not part of the speech but um yeah no like so there's also like i'm very interested to see like the young kids that are like you know 14 15 right now that um haven't been able to go to shows and have been exposed to music right now specifically like through the internet through podcasts and other and other lanes that may be into the music now because there's so like they had so much time i've seen a lot of kids of newer kids get into just music and underground music in general, because there's nothing else to do. And I'm in my mind, that's exciting. So I'm interested in a new, uh, to see if there's a new, like little burst of, um, Corona, uh, hardcore listeners and underground music listeners because it be just because of this. Those poor kids, man. Those poor kids. They're going to be like, hey, man, what was your first show, man? Oh, it was, uh, dude, it was Code Orange. Sick fucking show. Oh, sick, man. Where'd you see them? Oh, fucking YouTube, dude. <laughs> yeah, their first shows are literally. Uh, yeah, these poor, poor kids, man. That have, that literally have seen their first hardcore, their first hardcore show is, uh, is on Facebook Live. <laughs> 
that that's it if that's crazy yeah if that if yeah, there's some kids that will say that though and that's not as i don't know how many that is but there there definitely will be and be people that have just never experienced live music and didn't get to earlier because their more formative years um started <laughs> when when the pandemic hit once they do though i think you know it's kind of undeniable like that feeling you get of live music you know like like you you know there there's just there's no comparison once once you experience it watching it on on a video is never the same you know um especially because i think everybody's going to have a lot of pent up energy and i think a lot of people uh, are pissed off and that you need, you need an outlet. I mean, that's, that's what gravitated us, uh, you know, in some form or another to this, you know, as an outlet. People are just dying for something real right now in general. And this is definitely something good, good to get into. Absolutely. I think in the time of like, that's what I don't, I mean, anybody who's like, like young people who are getting into just like, who are who are very like just like angry and pent up and like I think it's very it was it's very funny I there's a kid that I worked with at a warehouse who like literally just one song dove him in because the only thing he listened to he was uh you know eighteen nineteen he he was like only thing he ever listened to was Ed Sheeran and I was just <laughs> like. And Who the fuck is that? <sighs> My sister listens to him. That's it's basically just like that's I think that's the best like example of just the most generic singer songwriter. Like he's basically the John Mayer of of right now. If that yep. if that's the the best way to put it, just like it's not the most the worst thing it is just like it's literally something you would you would hear in an elevator or um what what's your main store over there what's like the equivalent of a of a safeway on the west coast what the fuck is safeway i don't know what you're talking about like on the east coast like yeah walmart safeway safeway is uh, i forgot words yeah, that that that's Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. So that's it's the same company. It's the same company. Um, that's but uh, just just West Coast. Anyways, uh, so it's like it's like that. It's like stormy. It's like storm music. So like it, the evolution of seeing him um, literally turn into a straight up fucking like metalhead in like all person was like it's it's really cool because like they like some of these like some of these younger kids they don't know what they what they want because they've been just fed and fed an identity so the second they see but they're craving something way different than yeah. what they, i mean what i think that works Absolutely. across the board with a lot of things i mean even like people who are into that like you know you get the people that are like oh well nothing's heavier than breaking Benjamin and five fingers. But like, then you show them something and you're like, it goes further than that. And they and say, I can't understand what world. you're saying. 
<laughs> oh, that's the same with me. I was straight up like, um, if it wasn't for like, n- like new metal and more like cleaner new metal, I, that's, that was my, like the hybrid theory record got me into most, m- mostly everything I listen to today. So like, if it wasn't for something a little bit more accessible, um, I, I wouldn't be like hosting a hardcore show and have been doing it for a decade. <laughs> that album fucking rules. Oh dude, it's it's absolutely um amazing and that's what that's kind of like if how how this shit like you have to have something like like accessible cuz those kids don't know they want they want it until like cuz society tells them like that's those are weird alt kids. Those are weird those are that's just like not unless you have like an older sibling or like you know a friend who's got an older sibling or parent that was like really into that extreme or underground stuff you know like i mean even to get into hardcore which is becoming more mainstream with bands like code orange and like knocked loose and stuff is you know feel like lots of people know them you know but yeah you need some kind of foundation to get into it and then once it's there kind of limitless oh dude yeah well it's and i don't like talking bad on younger people and and the way they listen to music i just i've noticed it because i was part of doing like radio and have been part of other radio of other bigger radio stations um but prior to this and like i i helped out and worked at a one that was specifically like like alt music and I the rating it was like basically rock based and catered to young people and the area became more and more like into like the you know SoundCloud rap stuff like that and like I definitely saw it like that was like okay you could see like the turn of like where people are like well net I like being alt but it's nice to have pop music because it's more socially acceptable because people don't don't want to admit that like i'm listening and consuming this because it's because it makes me you know blend in more and and you know that's that's a bummer but like like you said there are bands that are making it like easier to be like okay well i like this heavy band is uh all over the place like um knocked loose like um i frequent the tiktok app and if you do hardcore like if you type in hardcore on tiktok knocked loose is like literally that is that is that is literally what hardcore is to a a gen z crowd yeah you know what's funny is a quick quick uh quick story for my stupid ass real quick i um I had never heard Knocked Loose before and we played with them um, in what was it in Poughkeepsie, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I had never heard them, heard of them. I just had one of my buddies, Vinny, uh, shout out Born Dead Clothing. What up? He um, he was like, yo, he's like, I'm coming to see you guys. He's like, are you ready for Knocked Loose? And I'm like, hell yeah, bro. I've never heard them before. How are they? <laughs> you know? And he was like, dude, they're really good. And um you know, we played with them and I, I, well, you know, we opened, I guess. And then, uh, 
you know, I was, I remember sitting there and then they started and just like seeing the reaction that they got and like the, the sound that they had. And I was just like, wow. I was like, these guys, you know, they're, they sound huge, you know, it's like, you know, and they had, um, they just have that energy, you know, that, that kids really were really wanted and really needed, you know? And, um, you know, we ended up talking to them afterwards, you know, and they were like, completely humble, like really cool kids, you know, just wanted to hang out, shoot the shit, you know, take pictures together. And, you know, they're just like super, super chill. But I just like, you know, I remember, uh, it's just so funny. Like I just remember hearing it and being like, wow, now I know why these guys are being talked about so much. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> They super- hit hard, you know, and that's just, uh, you know, regardless of, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, don't like them. There's a lot of people that do like them. You know, it's kind of like either hate or love it uh, kind of thing, I guess. But um, you can't deny that, you know, they know what they're doing. And uh, they're, they're smart. They're smart and talented kids. There's bands that I personally listen to that are just that I like. If it's it's a live show for me or nothing, like Code Orange puts an, on an undeniable live show. So I like consuming them mainly in a live um instance um and knocked loose is the same way like they're just a a completely like perfect just effortlessly clean but in the best way sound like clean but still heavy as fuck just a very just solid sounding live band everything is just comes up just like they you can tell that they put a lot of work into actually sounding good which you know sometimes in hardcore that 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 thing gets tossed around as a weird as a weird thing because there's so many different you know pockets of the of this genre and of when you can you get noisy and and you know just not give a fuck and then you get to the get to like the more um solid um musicians and getting and really um having something that's that's definitely a little bit more uh clean and and easily accessible yeah i think that's how like on this record that's kind of like how we went into it you know it's like we've been doing this for so long and um we uh we really just went into it like with a a feeling of like absolute freedom you know, just this, this overwhelming feeling of, you know, let's just be as creative as we want, you know, and let's, let's just do exactly what we want. Let's not worry about pandering to any specific type of person or any specific type of crowd and not worry about like, Oh, well, what will this group think? Or what will this group accept this? We really just went into it and said, we want to do something that hits really hard, has a lot of fucking energy it's fun and we want to experiment a little bit, you know? So we, we really just, and you know, it was just the three of us really when we were writing it and we just really gave, you know, each other, you know, our, our undivided attention and, you know, just the free to, Oh, and we wanted to song. It's a little bit of each one of us inside of every one of those songs but it just works, you know, and we were, you know, we were skeptical to think like, you know, uh, well, you know, are people going to sleep on it? Are they not going to care? 
they're not going to like it. Um, and we went into it, said, you know, we're just going to, we're just. You cut out a few times. But yeah, don't. You're cutting out, dude. Fuck it. Oh, I'm cutting out. Sorry. Yeah. It's all good. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're from State Farm. You you are you are you are good. What is it? Is it Jeff from State Farm? Is that is that is that is that right? I forget. What'd you say? I'm sorry. Never mind. Don't worry. Don't worry. About it. We're not. <laughs> we're not fucking. We're not fucking talking about State Farm. <laughs> we're not. We're not go. We're not. I'm. Oh not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going off. I'm not going down that down another tangent. Um, but. No, I'm not. I'm not saving nearly enough on my car insurance. So let's keep, let's keep on the music. Free, uh, free us from existence is just fucking like like you said. Like, uh, it's definitely what I would explain. Um, kind of like that accessible, cl- like because w- people, I would I I feel like people uh, in heavy music get scared when they hear the word clean. Like, like when you get into more sections of hardcore, like clean is when you think clean, um, I think for some, for some music listeners, they think like more really just polished, super, just like bubblegum packaged, um, metal core that you would hear at hot through hot topic or warp tour or some, you know, X warp tour and stuff like that. So People get afraid of the word clean, but like when I think clean, I just think something that's just like all, all the instruments are very like, uh, everything is like upfront. You can, you can kind of, you, nothing's, uh, nothing's like too, too, nothing's louder than, um, than another instrument. Everything is very perfectly balanced, but everything is still like this. There's still stuff in this record that is just a, disgusting in a great way like very fucking brutally uh brutally heavy not lacking but you but you can definitely like really the most uh basic music listener can like really decipher what's going on and i think that's i think that's important like i said for um new and younger music listeners um coming out because um, going back from what I was saying about younger listeners, like the last show I saw was Sanction, um, right before the right before the um, pandemic, and that was and I felt so fucking cool band. They're they're cool. I felt so fucking old, dude. I felt so fucking old. I mean, I'm only thirty, but like um, seeing like high school age kids, um, it I was just like. I was starting getting sign of the times, but it's still, it's super exciting to see like all those young people, um, getting into, uh, heavy music. But I was like, that's, that's another thing that gets me hopeful. But, uh, I think that your, your sound and what you are doing is very timely. Um, cause like, I would say what 10, 10 plus years ago was like when stuff, when stuff like started, if you were heavy and hardcore things start, things started to get decipher indecipherable to where some bands went 
into a more like warp tour approach or or you went into something that's actually like that's like straight up more general hardcore um so sure. so like the heavy hardcore the the heavy hardcore like got was started to really like that something that was heavy and actually hardcore not and not metal um started to uh you know fade to fade to the fade to the back like th- this is some stuff that i that i definitely remember like heavily like loving and hardcore but uh i think went away for a few years so i'm i'm really happy with what uh you guys are doing and what other um heavy bands are doing with their with your <laughs> specific brand of metal and hardcore well, shit we appreciate it man yeah seriously and, and i think we owe a lot of that clean sound to uh to shane frisbee he did great uh mixing us and, and mastering and everything but we've also you know we try and we're we we practice our asses off so that when we can you know when we do this live you are getting that full in your face experience and it is every you can tell everything that needs to be played like you know we try and play our instruments well. <laughs> and uh, with, so for the um, record, just like as its physical release, I, I know that you guys are, are have it coming out through a, a couple different places, correct? Um, yeah. So blood blast uh, is taking care of our digital distribution and that's been, awesome for us uh they've been really getting it out there um and uh then we've we're working with uh irish voodoo and black voodoo records um they're kind of putting out our vinyl and cd together um and they pre-orders up for that now on their website so if you're into that go get one no absolutely this is a this is an important um this is an important time to actually buy physical records um it it's a hard time financially for some for some people and for musicians and and just so just so the listeners know if you do get the vinyl if you decide to get risky and spin it backwards you will hear our blondie cover band <laughs> i think that's 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 a more just the hidden tracks the hidden tracks i thought we were gonna let people just find that you might get rick listen Listen, this is this is an exclusive right now. Dude, I'm speaking of Rickroll, it's it's just amazing that that's one thing that still has like with how fast um uh, meme culture um evolves, Rickrolling is still pretty alive and well. So yeah. so uh yeah, they, I mean, I'm surprised no one has done a Rickroll on a record, but I'm I I'm also kind of glad cuz that I know I'm I like stupid shit but that might almost be too much for me personally. <laughs> it's uh, a great song too. No, yeah. actually gonna give you up. Yeah, I was going to play that. I do I do um light self-promotion but I I also before the pandemic I was getting into like the wedding DJ stuff and uh they one of my I'm still doing it at one point, but they somebody specifically like requested 
um, you know, the never going to give you up. And I was like, honestly, regardless of like the Rick rolling, it's fucking, that's a fucking jammer to put, to put in to a goddamn dance playlist. Hell yeah. Song's fucking hips. Song's fucking heavy, bro. I mean, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what, man, you're playing two of our songs on this show. You have a real big opportunity and I'd say an obligation to Rick roll us. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. I think some somebody actually did that on the my early days of um one of my very early days of doing the DJ stuff like like live on on the radio I would I would literally I was too young and dumb to ne- to realize I might I should possibly screen calls and then I was like, once I figured out how to do all the phone calls, I was like, nah, I'm just going to let any, all the calls just, you know, go in over the air. And I had... it's awesome. And, dude, it was honestly fun because I didn't record those because, like, honestly, putting them on podcast would have just been a listener, listener's nightmare because, like, it we had some... We lived... We were broadcasting in a town called Auburn, which is just, like... It's just it's it just has the just the weird the weird drunk it's just the weird drunky town like so it's just like people like listen to the radio or or just like uh, walking around drunk riding their bike drunk in town and calling up the radio station because they know they can and um we would I would just air everyone and one time I did get rickrolled right on the air that was and I was just like like straight straight up i was like because uh, like i answered the phone and it was just a straight up rick roll and i was like well fuck well fucking played that's it man they did you a favor yeah so uh anything anyway that was uh thank you so much for uh taking the time to uh talk to us talk to me specifically um so tell us a little bit, um, closing words, give us the, the full spiel, um, about your record free us from existence. You know, where the, the little the spiel, how to get it. Um, and, uh, when, uh, when, I, where to pre-order it, if you still have pre-orders up all, all that good stuff and where to find your band. So uh, we're on all all major streaming platforms. Um, you can just search us, search for uh, "Free Us from Existence." Um, we got uh, a couple of singles out on that too, which might show up. Um, we put out a, a video for the second track on the album "Starving Serpent." You can check that out on YouTube. Um, all the links are in our Instagram stuff. Um, we're on Facebook, Concrete HC, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Grind, we're on a Grinder. True. Um, and then uh, good to know. I'll, Irish I'll Voodoo Records, you up tonight. Black Voodoo Records. Uh, you can pick up uh, vinyl colorways as well as a couple of test press bundles are available now. Um, and we have a merch now store. If you want to pick up a t-shirt. Heck yeah. So if you haven't checked out, uh, concrete's latest record, free us from existence and you're a fan of pretty much all the, all the, uh, stuff that I've been playing like of lately of heavy music, 
um, such as like reserving dirt naps and uh, Terminal Nation and stuff like that, like all really fucking heavy bands. This has been a summer of just of really solid uh, metal and hardcore um, style bands. Um, Just lots of good uh, releases in general. And it's just like, definitely take your time to, to listen to what, um, what concrete is, uh, been putting out. And, uh, cause it's going to be almost time to, uh, start thinking about your top 10 lists and what, what your favorite shit is of the year. And this is something that you should definitely check out if this, if, uh, what I've been playing Hell is yeah. your vibe. So any last words from you guys? <laughs> I got nothing. Are you going to kill us? Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Any last words? You're fucking dead. I told you I was hard. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> think be a little something. bit fucking nicer to each other. How about that? Think, <laughs> think this, you think this gun on my hoodie is just a fucking prop? No, motherfucker. What up, I'll yo? shoot your ass. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, I wanted to ask you. Did that, that E-Town Concrete hoodie, that, that hoodie, it came with a concealed carry like pocket for a pistol didn't it yeah i mean it's it's yeah. gotta right like, <laughs> like if you're rolling like that you gotta have you ready um, of course dude got the four four so yeah um in all seriousness uh you know thank you so much uh for having us on and giving us a chance to talk yeah thank you man um yes thank you. yeah so anyone that can uh anyone that can go on to you know spotify and listen to it anyone that could go on and get a record get a t-shirt um even if you know you don't have any of that even if you know you just want to message us on our you know our instagram page and just say hey you know can i have the record i don't have any money we'll send it to you we'll email it to you anything that we can do to get it out just to get people listening to it if someone wants to hear it and is going to enjoy it that's all we're looking for um, so any, any type of support that we get, we are, you know, truly humbled by and, you know, incredibly grateful for. So, you know, thank you to anyone that's checking it out. Absolutely. So we're, uh, once again, thank you guys. And we're going to get back to the music right now. You're listening to dead air two hours of hardcore radio.
Make sure to check us out on social media at DeadAirNWCZ on both Instagram and Twitter and Facebook.com slash DeadAirHardcoreRadio. Well, here goes. Flower Chains Collective. I felt like I was watching a dream I'd never wake up from. DIY clothing you can't get anywhere else. Now you have something to look forward to after you die. Information at flowerchains.us
All right, we're back to finish the show. Shout out to all the guys in Concrete. Um, that was just a fucking uh, fun time. Um, th- shout out to those guys. If you haven't checked them out, please do. If you, um, if you liked what you heard in the show, check out the full record. Um, just extremely, just like punishingly heavy. And I, like I said before, clean and accessible, but not fucking like not lacking or anything or just over or overproduced. Um, check out free S from existence out now, um, digitally. And you can also do pre-orders and merch and all that good shit support bands. And during this time, a hundred percent, um, after, so we played, um, after the interview, we played, um, another song from free S from existence titled parasites, um, after that, we played music from Stepping Stone. Completely, um, literally stepped over this on accident. Um, this this came out around like July ish, and I don't. I feel like we, if we played anything, we played it like before it came out, and I never got to the rest of this record. Um, they're from Saskatchewan, and on Safe Inside Records, um, the. The record is called, uh, it's an EP titled Escape from the Junkyard. Um, I love this style of, I love um, thrash and hardcore with a very fucking fast um, vocal delivery. And this song has a rapid vocal delivery that I love. I, I guess my question is, is rapid, do you like a my question to someone would be, do you like something that is really, um, strung out? Do you like, or do you like it kind of medium or do you like lyrics delivered to you rapid rapidly and more of like a rhythmic or a rapping sense? Cause I like that. I like it fast, kind of like power violence or something in the more like rap E, uh, sense. So we played slipped slip to the crypt and uh after that we played music that was a uh this was a couple weeks ago a uh submission and you can always submit deadairnwcz at gmail.com always taking submissions pretty much always playing stuff um playing almost everything that you submit um we played bluest skies um punk crust has it has a lot of uh d beat d beat fast corn power violence tendencies i love the um overall um sound of this record um which is like dem i when i say demo quality in the best way it means it was recorded right to fit what they're trying to do but it's also not just like super super trash can because if it's too trash can it's just you have to have a fucking balance some some people are just like you know like I'll record it shitty and everyone will like it and sometimes that happens but um that don't that don't work for me um I like a good balance but I like shit raw like this so their record is titled Crushing Internals um sixteen fucking songs some of them are pretty long but I would say this whole thing is like maybe ten minutes still there's a few like two min two minute songs in here which is quite long for some of the, what they're doing but still 10 minutes quick to the point um 
I'm, so we're gonna finish the show. Um, I think we're we're almost we're almost to that end point. Um, had some stuff, but I remembered that um, the band Zulu uh, came out at the beginning of September with new music, uh, five songs titled "My People." Hold on, this is if you haven't listened to this um, band before. It is um, one person band. I believe the member uh, the vocalist gets people to play around um them when they play live and it's very important in this political climate especially with what's happened with george floyd brianna taylor the protests and everything that's happening and currently going to happen and keep happening um that hopefully one day we can end but this is a uh, an important voice for um this is an important voice for hardcore right now that uh, needs to be heard. And if you haven't listened to it, um, listen to Zulu, my people hold on. And it's, it's also just fucking good and music. And it's just well delivered. If you like kind of power violence, um, that's heavy punk influenced and more kind of like in the weekend nachos vein, this is, this is definitely an awesome um, version of that. So, check it out i think we're let me look at the let me look at the time yeah we are done we will be back next week no breaks unless you know i can't promise anything but we're gonna try not to do breaks because i don't want to but who knows in this fucking world right now so until next time uh be safe out there i love you see ya so, ah!